In Shakespeare's famous play, Romeo and Juliet, Juliet is frustrated at one point uh, by the conflict that keeps her family at war with Romeo's. And in this, she laments their names and says these famous words, What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. She's wishing that names didn't matter. And she's wishing this because names do matter. Her romance was destined to fail because their names were a big part of their identities. Try as they might, they couldn't free themselves from their names. So what's in a name? Even in the Bible, names are important. Names often show the substance of something. Abram, Sarai, Jacob, and Saul became Abraham, Sarah, Israel, and Paul. These famous people had their names changed because they experienced God. And this, friends, this is why we have changed our name. Because in the Bible, and this is the first blank on your outline, in the Bible, a name is our identity. We have just taken on the new name, Harbor City Church. And each of the three words in our name is significant. And each work together to reveal our identity. Together, these three words tell the story of who we are as a church, who we want to be as a church, and how we want to be a blessing to San Diego. So we're going to look at these words one at a time. First, Harbor. Yes, this is the name that we have from Harbor Presbyterian Church. It has a great reputation and legacy. Harbor connects us to the best of who we've been in the past from our beginning. But apart from our legacy, Harbor is an awesome name for a church. Right? This is the blank on your outline. A harbor is a place of refuge from storms and renewal for mission. If you just look it up in the dictionary, a harbor is a body of water where ships can seek refuge from stormy weather. It's a place where ships' cargo is unloaded to bless the city. And then the ship is renewed by repair and reloading, and it's sent back out on further missions. Now, when you think about a harbor that way, when you think about how that pictures amazing things in life, I mean, don't you want churches to be a harbor for the city? I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if churches were, refuge, were refuges and sources of personal renewal? Don't you want our church to be a harbor for San Diego? And even closer to reality, hasn't our church been a harbor for you? Think about this for a second. I mean, that's what a church is. It's a refuge from the storms of life. It's a place of rest. It's a place of escape, of comfort, of solace. And it's a place of renewal. It's a place that restores and renews us and sends us back week in and week out, out on mission. And so our new church, Harbor City Church, our new church will be a place where leaders are needed and all hands are on deck. It's going to be a place where people join their talents to build and create a community that grows together and expands as we bless others. A harbor is a great place for renewal to happen. 
Look at these words from Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so here we see that Jesus is a harbor to us. Jesus, in this passage, is giving refuge and renewal. He's giving rest and restoration. This is what we find in the church because we find Jesus. And so Jesus is a harbor. Now second, the second word in our name is city. And there on your handout, the blank there, city means that we are not above, against, or outside, but we are for San Diego. Okay? City is not above, against, or outside the city, but we are for the city of San Diego. And this is part of the uniqueness of what Harbor is. There are so many churches who aren't for the city. Some churches think that they're above the city. And there's a spirit of arrogance. You know, this kind of spirit of we're better than you. That's not us. Some churches are against the city. They're always and only critical of the city and the culture. They're always and only condemning of the city. That's not us. Some churches are really outside the city. They build a holy huddle and erect walls of protection, and they never ever get involved in the life of the city. That's not us. We have been and we will continue to be a church in the city for the city. And in this, the words of the prophet Jeremiah will be our guiding light. Jeremiah 29, verses 7 and 11 say, But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. We are for the city. And we will live to renew the city through the love and the power that God has for the world. So we are harbor, city, and finally, church. Church, and the blanks there on your outline, that to be the church means that we are disciples of Jesus, God's family. We are disciples of Jesus, God's family. We are a church. We're not just a club, but we are a family of people who love Jesus and follow Him together as brothers and sisters. So again, we're not a club, we're not a political party, we're not an activist group. First and foremost, we are the family of God following Jesus together. We share His mission to bring renewal to us and to our city. The church is a unique organization because it exists for the benefit of its non-members. The church is a banner of Jesus' renewal. The church, our lives as members of the church, we are a display of Jesus' power and His glory. 
Um, it's the church about which Jesus says, uh, I will build my church. Ephesians 5, 25-27 gives us a glorious picture of how God feels about the church. In an exhortation to husbands to love their wives, it says this, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. For us to declare ourselves to be a church, becoming a new church, this is us gathering together. And as we gather together, we are telling God, we are telling each other, and we're telling our presbytery that we want to be a church. The church is the family of God. We are brothers and sisters. The church is disciples of Christ, followers of Jesus. We are banding together and saying, we want to be this here in San Diego. We want to be a harbor for people who can find refuge and solace, who can find freedom, shelter, renewal, and strength for their lives so that they would bring renewal to the city. The church is God's special people. And they're special not so that they would be separate, but so that they would bring the love and the grace of God into the city so that the city might be renewed. And it's as we revolve ourselves around the gospel story of Jesus as a harbor. As we revolve ourselves around that story, we become city positive. Our lives begin to live in the same way that Jesus lived. As he gave his life for the world, we give our lives for the city. And we do this not by ourselves, but together as a community and as a family. We become people who are on mission with Jesus to make disciples and to show by our lives how much God loves the world. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for your incredible love. We thank you for being a refuge and a harbor for us. You have been a harbor to us, a refuge and renewal you give us strength, you give us love, and then you send us out to share and spread your love with the things we do and the things that we say. Jesus, would you help bless our commitment to you and make us this church. Make us a harbor for the city. Fill us with love and power to bring your renewal to people in our homes, in our neighborhoods, our workplaces. So that, we, so that we would make you known and famous. And Jesus, there are those here who are still on the outside of your church. They still have not yet committed to the church. We pray that you would show them that this is what you are doing. Because who wouldn't want to be a part of this? Be a harbor for them. Let them put their trust in you and find refuge and renewal in you that they would join us as part of your family, as brothers and sisters of ours, that we together would continue to reach out to grow in our ability to bless the city. And we pray all this in your name. Amen.